Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ianla Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, to reveal a secret that's been buried in the African-American community for far too long. When I was a kid, we used to play a game called Truth, Dare, Consequences, Promise or Repeat. This is a story about all of that. I received a letter from Derek, a 30-year-old black man leading a double life. No one knows his shameful secret. Derek is a pastor and gay. He loves his ministry, preaches from the pulpit, and he sleeps with men. When you say something in your voice, your entire being hears it differently. I have been living a deceptive life. I am attracted to the same sex. Reverend Derek has done everything in his power to keep his closeted lifestyle from being exposed. I was taught that being gay was unnatural, that God doesn't like gay people. So I trained myself to be who people wanted me to be. Even his family, who Derek says has shown open hatred toward gay men, doesn't know. My family is a very traditional Southern black family. My grandmother was my world. And she would even say, you know, if any of my grandkids are gay, anybody in my family's gay, I'm going to disown them. But the pastor is most concerned about the judgment from his God-fearing congregation. What happens to my ministry? There's still a part of me that says, if you do this, they're going to be mad. They're going to not like you. They're going to be disappointed in you. Derek has allowed his personal lie and the shame of it to consume his life. When he was just eight years old, he was raped by a teenage boy. Derek never told anyone about the traumatic event. He said, if you tell anybody, I'm going to kill you and your family. And that really messed me up. I felt that I was broken. To hide his pain, Derek tried desperately to be the golden child at church. I was the one that always, you know, got up and read the scripture at church. You know, put on this pedestal. By 19, he was ordained and pastoring a church. He had a string of relationships with women and almost got married, but hit a self-crisis when he began to question his sexuality. 
what if I am gay? What happens then? What happens to her? What happens to the child? Reverend Derrick had relationships with men, but hid his sexual desires from everyone. Now, his internal and external dishonesty are becoming too much for his soul to bear. I beat up on myself for my truth, beat up on myself for poor choices. So I demean and dismiss myself before other people even get a chance to. I've invited my guests to meet me at my safe house. This is a neutral environment where Derek will be able to speak authentically about what's going on in his heart. Mr. Derek, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm blessed, how you doing? He is living a lie in God's house. Unless he embraces his truth, he will continue to suffer and drown in his pain. So, Reverend Derek, why am I here? I have deceived in the truth of my sexuality to family, to friends, uh, to strangers, even. Are you familiar with the poem by Paul Lawrence Dunbar, The Masks We Wear? We wear the mask that grins and lies and shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. Have you done that? Yes. This debt we pay in human guile with torn and bleeding hearts, we smile. Yes. Tell me about your torn heart. I preach that I believe God loves me, that God loves all of us, and I preach that people should live their best life and their true life and be who they are, but I don't do that for myself. I know that you can be crippled, you can be a liar, you can be a whoremonger, you can be a thief, mm -hmm. you can be a lot of things in the black church, but Lord, do not be gay. Not openly gay. Not openly gay. What does it mean to you to be gay? When I hear myself say, I am a gay man, I feel. When I hear myself say, I am a gay man, I feel hurt. It makes me feel substandard. It makes me feel petrified. Okay. I feel lonely. Yeah, take a breath. Talk to me about that loneliness. The loneliness I feel is no one will love me. Yeah. No one will love me or no one loves me. Check your body. Your body knows the truth. Come present in your body. Is it nobody or is it God doesn't love me because I'm gay? That's the fear. Yeah, that's the fear. Sit in it because that fear put the mask on your face. That fear causes you to lie to people. And that fear causes you to betray who you are. That fear causes you to, to dishonor your ministry. You've been living a lie. You've been denying yourself. It's a, it's a form of self-abuse. How do you go into God's house to serve God's people with your heart full of, I'm wrong, I'm inadequate, and God doesn't love me. How do you do that? With a mask. Yeah. You're not alone. Hundreds.
thousands of men, gay men, gay black men, gay black ministers wear a mask that hides their eyes. Have you ever contemplated ending your life? Because I was just young. And? Let it come up. Let it come up. Let it come up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted my family to see the pain that I had and to get it. And to fix it. Tell me what's happening. There's all the secrets and the sacrificing my own happiness and self for years um, and lying to myself. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. The charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. Derek's pain will continue to devour him until he faces his greatest fears. If he wants to heal, he must tell the truth and come out to both his family and his congregation. Like Derek, 42-year-old Mitchell is another pastor who had relationships with men while preaching against it from the pulpit. Unlike Derek, Mitchell recognized his same-sex attraction early in life. But he learned to bury those feelings as a teen after being told those desires would send him to hell. I contemplated, you know, suicide. It was at that point that I, I began to struggle with what I knew to be my normal sexuality. I just started the process of trying to, you know, free myself or deliver myself from the sin of, you know, being gay. As with Derek, fear drove Mitchell into the ministry. He became a pastor, spending the next decade preaching against homosexuality while trying to pray the gay away within himself. It wasn't that the appetite wasn't there or the desire wasn't theirs, just I didn't give in to the tendencies. By his early 30s, Mitchell felt he was fully healed. He married Tiffany, a 20-year-old single mother of three, and the couple had two children of their own. We had so many good memories. I mean, the 
majority of our marriage was really good. But two years into the marriage, Mitchell could not control his sexual desires. The pastor began secretly living on the DL, having a string of affairs with random men he met in public and online. Tiffany had no idea. I would literally feel like, okay, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose my mind. If I don't do this, I'm not going to be able to function. A few months after their fifth anniversary, Mitchell shocked Tiffany when he told her he was gay. I was very shocked. I was confused. I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? What are we going to do? We have these children. I had so many different thoughts. The couple separated but never legally divorced. Pastor Mitchell never confessed that he cheated on Tiffany with numerous random men. I don't know if Mitchell was on the DL when he was with me. Now, Mitchell and Tiffany's relationship is in complete breakdown. If you want to be gay, be gay. But don't bring somebody else into it. Don't get into a heterosexual relationship and then choose that you want to be gay. It's one thing you want to live your life the way that you want to live it, but not at somebody else's expense. Mitchell fears Tiffany is turning their children against him. She says any damage is his own doing. The older kids, they had an understanding of what gay was. Mitchell preached against it. My oldest son lost respect for him when he left. I've had those thoughts, though. Oh, my God, I, you know, I, I got kids involved. But as difficult as it is sometimes, or as it has been, I still have to say I wouldn't change anything. The futures of five young children hang in the balance, and Mitchell has not yet recognized the devastation he's created. Like Derek, Pastor Mitchell has a huge confession to make. He needs to come clean to Tiffany about his affairs with random men. Today, I hope to open his eyes to this hard truth. So let me ask you a question. Why am I here? I want to make sure my kids are okay. I want to make sure that I can co-parent them. And I want to make sure that I am totally and totally healed. So you were a man married with children who preferred to be with men. Is that a form of deception? I didn't see it that way then. What about now? Abs absolutely. Yeah. And how do, how do you feel about that? It's, it, it's heart-wrenching. Yeah, tell me what makes you sad. It was never my intent to be dishonest. Yeah. Feel it, let it come up. It's okay. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me, come on. If I, if I, if I knew then what I know now, I know, I know, love. Come on, breathe it through. Come on, breathe it through. Stay in it. Stay in it. And how much of it is about your relationship with God? Were you afraid to be gay? Were you, were you, were you uh, sad you were gay? Were you angry? Not sad, not angry. What afraid. Way? Afraid. Why? Because all I ever heard was fire and brimstone. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of that fear maybe drive you into a marriage? Absolutely. Okay. Talk to me about being a married man who is gay. How many times had you been unfaithful to your wife with men? There were five. Five different men? Yes. Over the course of your five-year marriage? Yes. 
and when you came home, what do you say when you look at your wife? I didn't say anything. I didn't, I didn't bring it to, to the light. I don't really know how to break away or end it because you're married and you've got kids involved. So are you aware, just even from a ministerial perspective, that your relationship with her cannot be complete until you tell her the truth? Because it's not just about exposing your wife to it. It's that this woman who loved you, this woman that you lied to, this woman whose trust you betrayed, this woman who you broke your agreement with her, this is the woman raising your children. She's raising your children. You got to get that cleaned up. And you're not clear. You still got some denial and some delusion in there. Because it's just too well put together and it's not making no sense. That you are not flat on your face, prostrate in your spirit, begging for forgiveness. I don't understand. It's clear to me that Mitchell cannot see how his actions impact everyone in his life. So I give him a visual demonstration. That's husband and that's wife. I have Mitchell connect the dots of his life, his parents, wife, children, and even the five men he had affairs with, the men he must confess to Tiffany. So you do get that those men are also now attached to your mother, your father, her mother, her father, the kids between you, her little kids. What got you there? What got you to that point? Just at a point where I feel like if I don't, I'm going to lose my sanity. And... Breathe it through, beloved. Breathe it through. Breathe it through. That's the brokenness right there that would send you to strangers and then back to your wife and your babies. And it's going to be tough for you yes. until you tell all the absolute truth. The reason I, I say that is because I really want you to be prepared to give your wife book, chapter, and verse tomorrow. Book, chapter, and verse. Because you got to be clean between you and her. Y'all got five babies to raise. I leave Mitchell to reflect on the devastation he's caused and meet back up with Derek, another gay pastor leading a secret double life. Derek has kept his sexuality hidden from everyone in his life, his family and his God-fearing congregation. Today, I want to empower him to take the first steps in healing, reveal his truth to his parents and his sister. But first, I drive Derek to his childhood church. There's still some work to be done with his religious roots. What was your childhood like? My father's way of fathering was be a man. Wow. What, what did he do for a living? He was a police officer. Oh, so he was a police officer. So he ruled with an iron fist. He was a cop. How has your mother contributed to the man you are today? I was taught to, to worry about what everybody else would think. 
And I've always wanted to protect my mother from that kind of stuff. From your shame? Yeah. Well, if you love your mom and you're trying to protect her from your shame, why haven't you respected her enough to tell her who you are? We stop at Derek's home church. He learned here that it's okay to go into God's house and withhold the truth about who he is because of what he fears others will think. It will be difficult for Derek to confess to his family until he lets that go. What did you learn here that you need to unlearn? That I am inadequate because I'm gay. And did you learn here that if you weren't perfect in a particular way, that God wouldn't love you? Yes. Yeah. And did you learn here that it's more important to keep people happy than to tell the truth? Yes. Yeah. So, if I were to say to you, what for you would be the first step in taking off the mask, what would you say? Being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging with myself. Acknowledging with yourself what? The truth of who I am. And which that is I'm what? That I'm a gay, black man. Yeah. And as you stand in front of your childhood church, have you ever said that in this place? Never. With your history behind you and your future possibilities in front of you. Say it. You tell me, it's yes. yours. Yes. <laughs> I am a man mm -hmm. who is black mm -hmm. and a minister. Yeah. And? And gay. Yeah. What is your fear about these church folks and these church rules and these bricks and what's your fear? Of disappointing the people that raised me. You'll lie to them, but you won't disappoint them. So? standing in the truth of who you are, what are you ready to leave here? Leave on these steps. Leave in your history. Leave in this place. The shame. Yes. The shame. Step out of the shame. <laughs> and what else would you be stepping out of? The fear. Oh, yeah. Leave it on the church house steps, baby. Yes, God. Uh-huh. What else? Judgment. <laughs> Without even giving them the chance. Yeah. Inadequacy. Inadequacy. The... Oh, that's a good one. Dishonesty. How about deception? Deception. When you see this before you, understand it, that the day God's call came on your life, you standing in the pulpit wearing this stuff right here. Wearing this along with your suit and tie. Wearing this in your heart. Wearing this. Imagine what you could have done had the call come and you not been shackled with that. Some of that was given to you and some of it you put on voluntarily. So when you look at this, when you see that, where's the first place other than here that you need to go take this stuff off?
my family. It's my family. Your mother needs to meet the man she made. And you need to afford her the opportunity to know who he is and choose whether or not she can stand in that truth. So I'm sending you to your mama. Because until we know where she stands, your heart is never going to be able to sustain the work that you have ahead. You just need to know. Reverend Derek has a painful confession to make. He must reveal that he is gay to his family. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. And church congregation. I've sent him on the first leg of this journey to finally reveal his truth to his parents and sister. I really don't know how they're going to respond, but whatever they respond, I think I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to know the truth so that, so that I can move forward with that information. Derek meets his family at a hotel, a neutral location, and requests that our cameras not follow. This moment will impact the rest of his life and theirs. Unless he has the support of his family, there's no way he can face his congregation and tell the truth about who he is. Get us in all kind of trouble. As day two begins, I ask Mitchell to come to my safe house first. Today, we need to break through his denial. He won't be able to admit anything until he first admits the truth to himself. Yesterday, you said that your first encounter, sexual encounter with another man outside of your marriage happened two years into your marriage. Yes. OK. So how did that happen? She actually cheated at one point. She cheated? Yes. And you've already been with five people? Remember our little chart yesterday? Three. Three, at that, point. at that point, and she was with one. How'd you find out? She had gone to South Carolina, and when she came back, I just recognized some lingerie that I had never seen before. And so I asked about it. She, at, at that point, acknowledged that, you know, she did see the person, but, you know, she said that sex, did, you know, sex did not take place. After you had been with three men, you asked your wife about a man, she said sex did not take place, and you characterize that as her having an affair? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, maybe not a sexual one, but, I mean, she went there with the intent for that to happen. And where did you go? With well, the I mean, I get that. I get that I went there. I'm not minim you know, minimizing no, that at all. I'm, I'm not saying you are minimizing it. I'm just saying I really want to support you and possibly identify how you have projected your stuff outward right. as opposed to taking it inward. Because some of this... Pastor Mitchell doesn't have anything to do with you being gay. It has to do with some missing links in your personal integrity. It has to do with some breakdowns in your character. It has to do with the mask and the guile beneath your feet. It's one thing to be upset or angry with your wife. It's another thing to withhold your love and affection and support from her and then get in the pulpit every week and preach the love of God. That's not about you being gay, brother.
and then to use her affair or, or her, her having interaction with another man and missing the point that you violated her no, by I don't just... miss that point. I don't miss, I don't miss, because I, again, I, I, I totally own what I did. I don't say that. You, you don't know. own it. You acknowledge it. Because owning it means that you sit in it and you get clear about your own motivations. You haven't owned any of it. You're acknowledging what you did, but owning it is at a much deeper level. At a much deeper level. Get that mirror off of me. Talk to me about him. Who is he? Who is this man? When you look at him today, tell me the three positive words that describe him. Strong. I'm resilient. Worth it. Worthy? Worthy. Worthy. Now tell me the three negative words that describe the man in the mirror. What is the sound, beloved? What is the sound with that? What is the sound with that? If I knew different, I could do different. If, yeah. I, if I knew I could have done something different. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> about? This is about being me, being a man. About character and hearing all this, you know, this is personal integrity. I mean, just to do all the things that I've done and, and, and still hear that you still got to get up there because that's what you're called to do. All of that, that's all, I, that's all I've seen. Just let it out. This isn't anything I want to involve anybody else in. But you've involved five children. I know. A wife, a mother, a father. Nobody needs to deal with this. This is all my stuff. No, it isn't, beloved. Beloved, look at me. Look at me. Oh, God. Yeah. Come on, breathe it through. <laughs> what is that? Tell me what that is. Talk about it. Let's get I it mean, up I've, and out. There's so many people. I heard it because of what, what me, what I, what I've, you know, there are thousands of people. Yeah. Who do exactly what I did yeah. every, every day, yeah. every week. I know. And you know how you can heal them? Tell the truth about what you did. Tell the truth about what you did. People have no clue. Speak on your own pain. And that is what gives people permission to stand in theirs. The truth will set you free. You think this is your business? This is God's business. All of this, beloved, has to be reconciled. Has to be reconciled. And you haven't even begun to do that yet. Really? Have you hit rock bottom yet? I think, I like to think so. When you do that level of truth-telling within yourself to the degree that you can't look yourself in the mirror without vomiting, that's rock bottom. I don't think you've gotten there yet. Because you've still got the script. And you still tell the story. And you still hold on to the image that it's OK. I wish today was the day you would just give yourself permission to just let it all go. I send Mitchell upstairs to do some soul searching. Now, I want to check in with Reverend Derek. He's back at the safe house after coming out to his family last night. 
I want to see how he's dealing with the aftermath. But before we can begin talking, one of my producer pulls me aside. And I went upstairs to check up on Mitchell, and he was wailing and crying, and I was so concerned. And that's why I wanted to know, you know, what to do next, because I hadn't seen him like that. He was at a whole other level. Okay. So. All right. I head upstairs to find Mitchell in complete breakdown. You don't have to do it by yourself this time. <laughs> you don't have to do it by yourself this time. <laughs> After years of living in denial, Mitchell is finally allowing himself to drop into the depth of his devastation. He's approaching his rock bottom, realizing the confessions he must soon tell. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. A lifetime of pain, fear, and guilt is rising to the surface, emotions he's never given himself permission to feel. I want you to lay down. Lay down. Lay on your side. I want you to draw your knees up to your chest. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very vulnerable state that demands nurturing. I swaddle Mitchell in the bed, massaging his back to help move the energy out of his body. <laughs> what is that? What is that right there? What is that? Speak it. Speak it. Doesn't have to make sense. It's OK. Never let him see you sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let him watch you die, but never let him see you sweat. Let him watch you die. Let him watch you suffer. Let him watch you ache, but never let him see you sweat. Oh, God. Yes. crucial moment in Mitchell's life, and his soul is at stake. The Iana Megafix has just begun. I do not believe in any way that I deceived Tiffany. An entire family caught up in years of lies. Do you tell your children that their father going to hell? Y'all are going to have to do this together. Otherwise, these kids are going to be ripped to shreds. Can Ianla help untangle this web of deceit? Tell her what that means, that you had affairs. Book, chapter, and verse. Sitting there looking at her. What do you tell yourself? There's an aspect of you that preyed on that young girl. And his loved ones dealing with the emotional aftermath. Did you ever ask yourself, did I do something wrong? My son is gay. My son is gay. And that makes me feel... And there's something about your experience as a young man that they need to know. The Megafix continues. Who you are to them will be altered tomorrow. Part two on the next Iyanla Fix My Life. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean 
every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.